what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of lot pop talks and uh if you're in america you know we're getting ready for thanksgiving um a lot of people celebrate thanksgiving my family does celebrate thanksgiving i know a lot of people do not celebrate thanksgiving um because of the history behind it and um you know it's just something that a lot of people choose not to uh, be a part of if you're not from america you're probably i don't know i don't know i can't speak for everybody but you're probably not familiar with thanksgiving but anyway it's just a holiday um you know celebrated here in america where families get together and talk about how grateful they are whether it's uh grateful for the the journey they've taken personal journey they've taken thus far and the journey that god has allowed and opened up for them to take as far as leading a new direction in their life to better who they are as a person to better their new line of forgiveness their new line of uh, intellectual discovery and mental stability however this episode you know i didn't want to i have so many things to talk about man i really got to get uploading for all this stuff that i've written down because i want to make sure that i lead or end the year on a good note you know and that's leaving you guys with information that you can use and and lean on um, and add to your life in any area that you choose you know I, i believe that my audience is very creative i believe that you guys are very intuitive and so the things that i share Um, You may not use all of them, but some of the information may be able to help you. And then you can use that to widen your own, um, you're like, you're, you're broaden your sense of of educational discovery, your, um, and your, and your spiritual depth, you know, and able to have conversations, not only for yourself, with yourself, if you need to, but with your spouse, your children, your spiritual leaders, your friends, your family, your coworkers, you know, how to build relationship and fellowship with people that you trust. So if you guys are not familiar with the podcast on Lot Pop Talks, we talk about the restoration, standing your ground for your marriage, uh, whether it is in divorce or going through a divorce or a pending divorce, or maybe things are just on the rocks between you and your spouse. I also talk about things that happen even after a restoration, or maybe things are great in your life. And, you know, maybe you just want to learn a little bit more about how to handle your your relationship and yourself in a, in a better way, in a more, in a healthier way. And so for you guys who are, you know, old time listeners, thank you guys for being here. I mean, just, you know, it blows my mind that, you know, people are reaching out and it just it it humbles me really does. And for new listeners, thank you guys for being here and checking this out and giving the podcast a chance. So today I want to talk about one topic. um, More more like an understanding. I don't I don't I don't know if it's too much of a like a whole topic, so I'm not quite sure how long this podcast will Uh, this episode will go but it was something on my mind i wanted to talk about with you guys and that is being a pushover you know some people who do not believe either in god or believe in fighting for their marriage when i explain to them what standing your ground uh or or standing in the gap of your marriage is and what it can do for you in an emotional and uh, mental state some people think or maybe it's the way i'm explaining it some people think that the standard is a pushover, you know, we uh, that we allow our spouse to say, do, perform any old kind of way. And we are supposed to smile, grit our teeth and keep it moving. That our spouse is allowed to speak to us any kind of way that our spouse is allowed to curse our names, to curse our works, to curse our our entire life and our livelihood and our morals and our ethics and and force us to live a life uh, of, of 
being a hermit, basically, that you're not allowed outside of your own home, that the, the people that you once knew uh, now believe that you're crazy or that you have no real love and that you're controlling and you're manipulative and, um, you know, and you're so strict that no one could ever love you, that no one could ever give to you because you as a standard don't allow anyone to one, talk to you, to relate to you or to even get close to you. And I want to say right here, for those of us who are standing for our marriage, for those that are prodigals, or maybe those who are friends or family who don't understand that, that is, a, that's false. You know, that message to me, like personally, I take that message as a falsehood. Being a pushover has nothing to do with the state of being a stander. You know, for some, it could be being a pushover. Maybe for a long time, we have allowed our spouse we have given them what they've wanted for a long time and they've continued to push and we have not put our foot down to let it be known that we have boundaries too and that's what a lot of standards and prodigals have an issue with and that's setting standards that's setting boundaries and that's also setting the tone for what both individuals in a marriage require from one another in order to move in a progressive manner. So I kind of have a gripe with that, you know, being a pushover. And uh, what's a good example? I guess a good example of being of being considered a pushover from my own personal experience. And I know I've talked about this many times, but when I when me and my wife allowed our mother, my mother in law to live with us and it felt like everything was good when we moved into our new home for the first six months we were on a schedule with everybody we communicated like it wasn't no you know it wasn't no thing so maybe we're, it was more like a honeymoon stage if you will after the six month mark furniture for my mother's apartment and my sister's apartment started showing up in our house um food and leftovers and and rotten food and rotten leftovers were being left in our refrigerator like me and my wife would come from either work or school or maybe having a day out with the girls or something and we come home and there'd be people in our house you know that was friends of my mother-in-law my sister-in-law and though we did have a problem with it we let it go now some people would say well they're in your house you know you should you should set the rules i mean you guys pay for this house you're paying for this house why are you allowing all this to go on well because we thought that if we allowed space if we allow space for the adults to be adults then things would work out and we were wrong we were absolutely wrong and so things got worse from that point on and it wasn't that we weren't that we were pushovers that wasn't it we were trying to do what we thought was a a, a loving act of forgiveness and allowing the adults to like i said be adults eventually things in the house got so out of unorganized and disarray and and out of control that neither myself or my wife wanted to be home now tiffany wanted to take over uh she wanted to have a little bit more presence she said that there should be more of a manly presence in the house and that uh, the manly presence that i was thinking of is that i was there taking care of the bills and taking care of my kids and all of that but what she was alluding to was putting my foot down and let it be known that the things that are happening under our roof are not okay and they weren't allowed so it was a tough situation to kind of be in to get into arguments and stuff like that at home in an attempt to put my foot down but to not not 
hurt feelings at the same time. So it wasn't necessarily being a pushover, but it wasn't necessarily I wasn't necessarily being, uh, um, you know, that presence, that 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 manly presence within the home. So for guys that are listening to this to this podcast, your manliness and your testosterone, whatever the case may be, your manhood is always having you do have to understand how far you go with certain things. Now, I think it's right to let it be known that the man is in the house and if you want order in your home then you speak on that and if your wife or your girlfriend or partner or whatever want an order in their home then it's it's up to you to support her and doing that understand that sometimes it doesn't matter how you do it or or when they your spouse wanted to know that you are willing to support them and to support what you guys have worked on in your relationship so if, and some guys get that and they put their foot down and some guys cause more chaos than what was already in the household and for those guys um, good luck with everything but maybe if you're listening to this podcast you'll understand that there's nothing wrong with the energy you're putting out it may be the direction in which you are you're you're putting that energy into but being being labeled a pushover in my opinion, is not fair to a standard. We have a lot we have to put up with, whether it be court dates, whether it be child uh, children exchanges, whether it be business that we're into, going to work, going to school, figuring out how to take what once was a two-income, a two-check income household and try to survive off of one. Now, I understand that for women, you know, there's a way to that that happens you know there's a bit of government assistance there are friends and family who are more willing to help a woman faster than they're willing to help a man so um you know maybe we'll talk about that another time but do understand i have not forgotten about either side of this conversation i understand how it goes and that it is i just wanted to be known out in the world that for a standard it is not easy regardless of what kind of support you get it's not easy it's never easy like i said going through a divorce or even even you know being divorced it's like having a death in the family it's like losing somebody and the person that you're left with this person that you now have to separate your life from can feel like they're on the attack or even worse they know that you exist and just do not want anything to do with you how how we got there that's another conversation as well i believe everybody has an individual storyline Everybody has their individual situation as to why they became standards in the first place. I don't think that that, there are that many clueless people in the world who don't know why they're they're now standing for their marriage or that they choose to stand for their marriage. But it does happen. But the last thing that either of these people are, regardless of what their situation is, they are not pushovers. In fact, standing is probably the hardest, the toughest, the most mentally grueling and spiritually defeating Yes, spiritually defeating situation that anyone has ever had to go through. I do kind of lean more on on where society is when it comes to uh, fighting for your marriage because that's something that it's not it's not glorified. Now we glorify people who are happy couples. We glorify the man or woman who have pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and are self-made and um, very successful while surviving by themselves. But I do believe, too, that as humans, we want to share our life with someone. 
someone that we can relate to, somebody that we can talk to, someone that we can we can fall back on, that we can lean on when we need them. And society tells us a lot that we should not do that, that we shouldn't because there's always that impending doom. Being happy, being married, being joined together in a covenant with God does not mean, you know, it's I feel like it's impossible, you know, or very, very unlikely that you can step into a marriage and you're worried about what could happen. You ever, I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys, but to be worried about what could happen. Standards, prodigals, I don't care. Married couples, partnerships, relationships. When we get together, the last thing we're thinking about is the potential of what could go wrong. So to call a standard a pushover, that to me is lazy. That to me is, 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 it's painful it's painful to have to to listen and almost accept it because not every standard out there they have this none of us have the same amount of motivation so not all of us have the same amount of know-how and the tools and the strategies to deal with what could be an emotional abusive relationship That's another topic I wanted to touch on, and that's an emotionally abusive relationship. We understand what it's like for a woman to be physically assaulted, physically abused, but no one talks too much about the emotional abuse that both men and women go through. The the negative connotations in the conversation, the passive aggressive comments that are made, the the need to uphold appearances when all you really want to do is shake that other person and tell them, why are you doing this? Why? Some people, and they use this cliche a lot, and I'm going to use this cliche here, um, is that some people who are hurt people have a tendency to hurt people. That's something that uh, I felt kind of helped and during my own stand, whether it was with me or Tiffany, I believe it came from the both of us, that we were both emotionally abused and then emotionally abusing one another. But it wasn't only until we, we found out where this stemmed from. We, we literally talked to one another while we were separated, mind you, where this all started. And I've known my wife since she was 14. You know, she's known me since I was 14. And I know that some of the uh, emotional abuse that she dealt with came from her family. Some of the emotional abuse that I dealt with came from my family. Okay, and that was and we were two kids who jumped into a relationship before we knew how to deal with it. And then now we were in our adult lives trying to fix what we did as children so that we could actually live as adults. If you guys are familiar or feel like you have gone through emotional abuse, I reach out and this is a calling to all standards. What was the emotional abuse that you experienced? My question is, how have you dealt with that? And if you haven't dealt with that, or maybe it's still going on and you're looking for somebody to talk to. I advise you to reach out to me at www.tyreewilson.com. We can talk. I can listen. 
We can question certain things. We'll pray over our situation. And then we'll work towards a better future. When I was using, when I was a part of an emotional abuse or when I was abusive, I was selfish because I was only focusing on the symptoms that my wife was dealing with and not the cause of them. If she was upset, I, I'd want to know why she was upset. If, um, if I felt that she, you know, maybe she was drinking or something like that and she felt depressed. I wanted to talk about the depression, not the cause of it. I wanted to talk about the depression, good intention, but, a but a weak follow through. Some standards are out there trying to handle the symptoms instead of talking about the cause. Now, when you can't control your spouse and you understand that, I know you guys understand that you cannot control your spouse. So if they are going through an emotional abuse, this is something that you can speak on, that you can elude some help to. But other than that, it's a choice they have to make to get through. And then there's another decision to make. If they are the emotionally emotional abusive spouse to you, maybe it's because you're no longer a pushover is why they can't stand to be with you. In which case, standing for your marriage, though valiant, it might be time for you to have a one-on-one again with the Lord and decide whether to continue standing or understand that maybe this is something God wanted you to get away from now you guys may have a problem with that i'm not entirely sure but i felt that if i withhold my own thoughts and opinions about when to stand and how then i'd be doing you a disservice there's nothing weak about a standing spouse I don't believe in that. They're some of the strongest people because they learn how to deal with us with a with a cold and hardened heart. They've learned how to deal with children who want nothing to do with them. They've learned how to deal with a family that might potentially hate them. They don't like you and you don't know why. Those long nights where you question what are you doing with your life? There isn't a single pushover alive who can deal with all of those things at once and find no answer or no recourse as to what to do next. Leaning on God does not make you a pushover. It's anything but. If you're standing for your marriage because you know it's the right thing for you to do, I advise you continue. But if you are having difficulty deciding whether or not to stand for your marriage you cannot want your spouse to want to stay with you as you figure those things out if they stay great if they go we have to understand that because they have a life to live too i don't believe in a pushover I don't believe in standards being pushovers. I don't believe in prodigals being pushovers. We're all human being and we're trying to do the best that we can every single day. And it's because we're human. We can fail. We allow a new day to come and we can try again. 
So that's going to do it for today's episode, you guys. Don't forget to hit that like, share, subscribe button. It really helps the podcast grow. If it is on Apple or iTunes, go ahead and rate the podcast there. It helps get gets the word out. Also to share this information with anyone you believe it could help. As always, God is with you. You've got your brothers and sisters in faith who are with you. And you can do this. Until the next time, everyone, have a nice day. Hey, my listener, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Lot Pot Talks. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast and website over at www.tyreewilson.com. When you visit and subscribe, you get a free seven-day prayer devotional journal for you to keep. If you want to work one-on-one with me, you only need to email me, DM, or message me, and I will get in contact with you about how we can get started. Have a great rest of your day, and God bless.